0: There ain't no democracy possible in theocracy, so just let it go. Amazing, the shaman might say. And we are close to theocracy. We may be there, in fact. The dubious claims of separation of church and state requires a sophisticated relationship to the higher power that is, as in sophist, sophisticated. The unfortunate phrases created equal and endowed by creator allowed the non-sophisticate to claim a God-given right to carry a gun, etc. And I am really not convinced the sophists themselves are not deep down fans of this read. The evidence is everywhere. Once the making and administering of laws becomes an activity, Around divine commandments, we go straight to authoritarianism. Once the making is lifted from the hands of and placed beyond the minds of the people, authoritarianism is all that is left. It's not Jefferson's fault entirely. Gullibility is a defense we can often use where the Enlightenment Europeans are concerned. I think it was unconscious unconscious, which is where the desperate need to create religion lives. And I do think there are different kinds of gods. I have not been up close, but the Allahs and Yahwehs seem pretty consistently supernatural. And he, always he, has the power we need him to have in our imagination. If I say I am pro-choice, I'm just wrong in his believer's eyes. I'm a sinner easily disallowed. Nothing is investigated. Condemnation is natural. It is easy, then, to relieve me of my vote. And monotheism monotheism seems very okay with not being open about this intent. Lies will be lies, but they will be good lies. These are habits. We have been dealing with the one God for so long. We have habits deep and buried we cannot easily reach. America does see herself as a Christian nation, and she is. She is messianic. The evidence is all around, the biblical nature of the Constitution, its absolutism written by old men long ago, displacing dissent, interpreted by a council of ephors, old wise ones, speaking a language the rest of us do not understand, the modern Latin, I can understand it, thank you Shakespeare, whom most people are very upfront about not understanding, but there is the Constitution as comprehensible as the king's stone at Scone. And it is certainly sophistry, concealing as it does the blood-red eye of the Creator's rage. Monotheism is no celebration of the human. It is a book of laws defining the human in a very limited way, a tradition that has been taken up by the modern intellectual who casually uses a word like worker to define a species that shares no aspiration with him who will be satisfied with such a job and such a minimum wage he would never consider for himself. Monotheism controls the human, defines the natural world as property of the human male who subjugates the natural worlds to a higher power. The myth is deep and cerebral at once, proposing the mind... As an absence of the body, segregating the head from the rest, and so obviously insisting its officers abstain from sex, defining the human as inhuman, sophistry indeed. And I've heard these certainties bring great relief and comfort to millions. I have absolutely no idea why or how. I suppose the creation and recreation and evocation of hell helps. Create the need for the comfort you then you can then offer, and the project of creating hell on earth pursued by the Catholics with particular zeal might be connected with the u s insistence on grinding poverty for large numbers to serve as a spur to the capitalist religion. I suggest these suggestions are abominations they are abominable, not human, unnatural, not natural they are supernatural every time since time began this claim on reality has been adopted by us we have simply ignored the right to life to anyone not buying in democracy in its essence was created by pagans it suggested that two persons in an argument have an equal right to their position it is no more or no less if there are two there can be more than two monotheism as in its name insists on one the gods plural of those ancient humans were human he and not always he was not always right they were like big babies these gods of olympus understood to be irresponsible exactly because they had too much natural power their example was exactly not to be followed to be enthralled to aphrodite was to be sick often unto death. They were excessive creatures, almost to be risen above the best of humans, in fact, rose above the influence of his gods. Prometheus, Achilles, god defiers, on down through the iconoclastic women of their myths. None of that in our world. No iconoclastic women in our myth. We grovel and never ever challenge dad and his behaviors. Guarded discussions around the Ukraine at the moment are few. And when they're had, they are revolting. Living among believers while living my own inner life pretty fully has taught me to make a great accommodation. I engage with them when it is possible and move away when in areas of conflict because they are intolerant of conflict. I am tolerant of believers, and as long as they don't come that stuff with me, and fortunate as I am to not be a woman, it is not hard. I might say even I forgive them, for they know not what they do or are, but not really. I move out of their line of fire because I like them. Argument is pointless and would-be heartless. In the end, one must just allow oneself to feel a great pity, and on some large level, even love them. They do not love me, I know because I know they were told to. They do assume, and it would be natural that I am feral, a Grendel in the Fenland, angry and conspiratorial, lurking and destroying, that in their big, expensive churches where the kneeling goes on, order is on offer to defend against a madness, I must be a heretic. This would be the view of those who respected our differences while finding ways to charge me with criminal intent. I am immune because their thoughts of me don't matter. I am affirmed elsewhere by something else. And no, I am not sure what, I am working on it, but it is not daddy in the sky. The believer often makes a decent self-conscious show of condemnation of me and the few who share the slightest defiance theatrically as if they wanted to be sure God or the neighbors were watching. There's a very good book called The Way of Weird which looks into Anglo-Saxon religion, pagan religion, Brian Bates, if my memory works, full of good things and fun, but the new emphasis I have not seen really, except hinted at in Native American narratives, is the slightly humorous tolerance older religions have of the newbies, Christianity and Islam, as if the shaman understands the tempestuous absolutist baby of the Gospels and the Patriarchs. Still, I warn you, there's a huge problem looming here for monotheists to accept. The religions that predate your iron heel being closer to human nature, really do not do know that you will pass from the earth. We cannot sustain you nor your systems of inequalities, racism, sexism, laws, and punishments any longer. You remain because you effortfully and homicidally foster the need that sustains you. You deliver at birth the disease that makes you the easy choice as we rumble away from childhood. Clever, I must hand it to you to make the basis of your cult the notion that we are born bad and need fixing, a sort of spiritual company store where you can never cover your tab. I know what power flows from this compass proposition. Realize those canny Romans. Only a, a pagan could see the divine comedy at work. What it is, and what possibilities to exploit in the shadows of your hierarchy. The shaman would not, in appreciation and some awe at the sheer creativity to render life so miserable and so desperate for a redeemer to be the only way out, for death to be the only way through and our instinctive masochism becomes our greatest virtue. Amazing, the shaman would say.